Welcome back to the channel everyone. In this video, I want to address some questions that I've heard in regards to sexual compatibility. Now in the previous video, I mentioned that sex has pretty much pervaded every area of our lives. Our music, our shows, our advertisements, our movies, and our minds. And when it comes to relationships, having sex is just a normal part of being a couple. So when a couple says, you know, we're going to wait till marriage to have sex, they're met with questions like, what if it's not good? What if you wait and you marry this person and the sex just isn't good? Rob Kowalowski said that the average person spends about 117 days of their entire life having sex, which is about 0.45%. So I decided to get a little freaky with it and do the math myself. Follow along if you want to. The average sexual encounter is about 30 minutes long. That's probably a little generous for some of us, but let's go with it on average. The average couple has sex about 1.5 times a week. Now, once again, let's pretend like we're the ambitious type. Two times a week, 104 times a year. The average marriage nowadays lasts about eight years long. So there are 525,600 minutes in the year. So if we do the math, 30 minutes of sex 104 times a year gives us 3,120 minutes of sex per year. Divide that by the total 525,600 minutes of the year, and we get a grand total of 0.59%. Point. 59%. So less than 1% of that entire year is spent having sex. Now, if you last the full eight years of an average marriage, that's still less than 5% of the entire marriage. So when it comes to relationships, sexual compatibility is the least important factor. But at the same time, it is the most important factor. And I'm going to go into what I mean by that in just a minute. I made a video several months ago titled Who to Date. And in that video, I went over seven areas to consider when you're dating somebody. Now, if you haven't watched the video already, I encourage you to watch it. Now, in the video, I mentioned that couples should have the same allegiance. They should both be pursuers of God running at the same pace. And I mentioned philosophical, theological, social, and physical compatibilities. Dr. Jim Walkup, who is a family doctor from New York, wrote an article about 12 areas to discuss before you get married. And I'll link that article in the description. It's a great article to, um, to talk about with your significant other with great questions to ask if you guys are thinking about marriage. Now, in the article, you can see that sex is just one of 11 other topics that discuss the meaning of marriage, life goals, children, financial responsibilities, parents and in-laws, expectations inside and outside of the the bedroom. Now I bring up my video and this article to highlight the fact that when you're considering a relationship, there are several areas of compatibility that you should think about. Now if sex comprises just less than 5% of the average marriage, I argue that there are things more important than sex to consider. If you're keeping up with the stats of COVID and everything going on, you'll know that the numbers are increasing drastically, especially here in Texas. But there's also another number that's increasing, and that is the rate of divorce due to quarantine. Couples are now being forced to spend more and more time with each other, and more and more couples are divorcing, even after years of marriage, because they actually have to live with each other. Imagine that. Now, I know this is not the scenario for every case, but if sex comprises such a small part of a relationship, what are we doing the rest of the time? Ben Stewart, author of Single Dating Engaged Married, said that in a relationship, when you have sex, it'll be the most fun thing that you do that day. But for 95% of the rest of the time, you're not having sex, you're 
hanging out with your spouse, you're living, you're traveling, you're working, you are tackling the everyday problems of life, you are going through good times and bad times together, you're raising a family together. I hope you like this person. In a previous video that I made about the meaning of marriage, I emphasized that marriage is not a lovey-dovey story of cute dates where you're waterfalling grapes into each other's mouths and just having sex all the time. And if that's what you think it's going to be like, reality will soon dropkick you in the face. A meaningful marriage consists of two people who are committed to each other and committed to accomplishing the will of God for their new life together. This requires that a couple be lockstep spiritually, that they be self-controlled, that they be selfless and loving, and that they're constantly seeking God individually and together, and they're constantly becoming better because of each other and because of the Holy Spirit. Sex is just icing on the cake. Earlier I mentioned that sexual compatibility is the least important factor, and at the same time, the most important factor. It's the least important factor because if you focus on the other compatibilities that actually hold a relationship together, how can the sex not be good? Ben Stewart said, ladies, find someone who is gentle, patient, understanding, and strong, and all that character will translate into the bedroom. Men, marry a woman who is responsive, tender, patient, and encouraging, and all that character will translate into the bedroom. If you marry someone with character like that, you two will figure out how to be more compatible in the bedroom together. This is what the first year of marriage is for. You marry someone that has godly character and the two of you will discover how to take care of each other's sexual needs together and it will be fun. When people ask, what if the sex is not good? They're referring to technique. What they mean to ask is, what if this other person is not as freaky as I am? What if they don't want to try out as many things as I want to try out? Or what if they're just not as aggressive? This statement also implies that sex is static, as if it's something that someone can't get better at. Jerry Flowers from Redefine TV put it this way. He said that sex was meant to be explored, not exhibited. Meaning, God intended a couple to come together and explore sex and figure out what it is for them together rather than us having multiple sexual partners, many experiences outside of marriage, and then we show up on our wedding night saying, look what I can do. In 1 Corinthians 7.3, Paul says, the husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs and the wife should fulfill her husband's needs. The wife gives authority over her body to her husband and the husband gives authority over his body to his wife. Do not deprive each other of sexual relations unless you both agree to refrain from sexual intimacy for a limited time so you can give yourselves more completely to prayer. Afterward, you should come together again so that Satan won't be able to tempt you because of your lack of self-control. If you focus on finding somebody who is truly compatible with you, somebody who not only looks good, but looks to God for their direction and is truly selfless and loving and sees you the way God sees you, how can the sex not be good? Now you might be asking, Jeremy, why are you singling out sexual compatibility? Here's why. Sexual compatibility is simultaneously the most important factor because it is the one factor that has the power to screw up all the other areas of compatibility. In my previous video on sex, I said that sex is not just a physical act, but rather a bonding act that binds two souls together on a level much deeper 
than just the physical. Now, introducing sex too early in a relationship can blind you to obvious red flags in the other person and make you stay in a relationship longer than you wanted to, make you stay in a relationship that has the potential to hinder or even pull you away from your purpose, make you stay in a relationship that has deep connection but with no commitment. I've seen so many people stay in a relationship for years of their life where they just know this person is not the one for me, but they just can't let the person go. No other compatibility has that power to blind you and make you settle in all the other areas that matter. The truth is, if you focus on what actually holds a relationship together, I believe that even if you can never have sex, the relationship will still stand. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a guy, and if you're married, go at it like rabbits. Beat that 5%. Sex is important. It is icing to that marriage. But for the rest of us looking to be married one day, realize that to truly enjoy a successful, meaningful, and purposeful marriage one day, and to enjoy sex in the way God intended for us to enjoy it, it starts now. It starts by growing in your walk with God on the daily, by exercising self-control over your lusts, by loving people who might not necessarily deserve it, by serving other people, and by daily becoming the person that you would want to marry one day. That's all I have to say for this video, so I'm out.